What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate Minute podcast. On the Metric Mate Minute podcast, we cover leaders from all over the world telling you about how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and how staying fit keeps them in their best mindset. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to your Metric Mate Minute. This is your boy, Brother MT, and I'm here with another amazing guest, man. We got Daniel Wilcox here to talk to us a little bit about how he's been affected pre post COVID and what's going on with everything he's got going on. So, Wilcox, go ahead and uh, tell the community about yourself and a little bit about what you do. Man, I feel like I got to get hyped after you did that just now, man. So, look, you know, what's up? It's your boy, Daniel Wilcox, you know, former NFL player, Super Bowl champ, Baltimore Raven. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, New York Jet, out here in the ATL, born and raised, Grady Baby, a.k.a. You know how we do. Um, you know, I'm out here doing big things, man. I'm in the city in the A-town, man. Uh, Marcus, you know, always, Marcus, too, always good to talk to you, man, and to see you, man. Appreciate you bringing me on Metric Make Minute. I want to do some big things with you guys, man. And I'm out here in the city just trying to build houses right now. You know, I got my own company, Wilcox Custom Homes. We're out here in the city of Atlanta building houses from scratch renovating houses, you know, doing Airbnb, a little bit of everything. You know, this whole coronavirus thing is absolutely ridiculous. It's taken over and it's hit my Airbnb business. It's shut it down completely. Um, Airbnb kind of spoon feed us a couple of dollars here and there every month, you know, just to try to keep us afloat and, and, and let, them know that, let us know that they haven't forgot about us. You know, but every single person that I had booked for two months, have canceled. I have like 15 cancellations. Nobody's booking right now. And then the people that do hit you up that act like they want to book, change their mind before they book because I think they're afraid to leave the house as well. On the building side of things, you know, things have actually picked up. You know, I guess people are sitting around their houses looking at their house like, man, this is really ugly. I've been telling myself for two years I'm going to change this bathroom or I'm going to get this kitchen renovated. So people are calling us left and right for kitchen renovations, bathroom renovations, basement renovations, you know, you name it. The building part of my company is picking up. The renovation part is picking up. The design part is picking up. But the Airbnb has went extremely flat. You know, it's fell flat on its face right now. So, I mean, it's been really, really interesting times. We have to do everything we can to protect ourselves. What I'm doing is I'm trying to send my guys and people homes one at a time versus sending, you know, two or three, four people in your house working. You know, so if you call me and you got a kitchen renovation, I'm going to send my plumber to do what he got to do first. And once he's finished, then I'll send my painters in or then I'll send my tile guys in and, my countertop guys in, but I try my best not to have more than one or two subs in your house at one time. And that's how things have kind of slowed down. It's kind of slowed down the process of me being able to get things done quickly and effectively. But at the same time, I mean, it's allowed us to be blessed with being able to slow ourselves down and take our time doing the, doing the custom things that we do with the company. Got it, man. Got it. Yo, being able to adapt and be able to pivot like that is definitely a virtue that a lot of business owners don't have. So kudos on you on that and taking the precautions to make sure that people are safe. That's Absolutely. huge. You know what I'm saying? You take a little bit of a productivity hit because you got to send people in one at a time and you don't get things done as efficiently as you can, but making sure that the customer's safe, thinking about the customer first, yo, that's big time, man. Kudos for that, brother. You know what? Um, I'm glad you said that, Marcus. This is my second time being in this business. I kind of shut down my company the first time and kind of went into college coaching and all that type of stuff. And now I'm back into the business again. And this time around, that was one of the main things I said. I wanted to make sure that my company is flexible this time around. The first time I just wanted to buy and build and flip and try to sell. And then the market crashed. And then I was stuck with all these properties and I did not want to be a landlord. I didn't know how to be a landlord. I didn't even know how to put my properties. I didn't know how to get them listed. So people would rent them. 
You know, I was renting them out to my boys, you know, my cousins, my family. It was haywire. So this time around, I went into the business saying I was going to do Airbnb, short-term rental. I was going to get into the hospitality business. I was going to do long-term rentals. I was going to be a landlord. You know, I was going to build and renovate. I was going to design. And then I was also going to build and flip and try to sell as well. You know, and then I wanted to get into commercial, you know, commercial residential real estate and all that type of stuff so I can have apartment homes. So I went into it being very, very diverse because of the market crash that we had last time around. I got burned a lot. I learned a lot of valuable lessons. So this time around, I really, really, really wanted to implement those things into my company so that my company can be self-sustained and it can, you know, pretty much last no matter whatever you throw at it. I mean, nobody knew we were going to have a national pandemic. I mean, who knew we was going to have this? Nobody expected this, where we was going to be locked up in our rooms like we are some freaking horror movie where some space aliens have invaded the company, the country or something like that. But I mean, we, we got to build and got to be able to shape and mold and adapt, you know, and here we are, here we are right now. I mean, you're doing your thing with Metric Make, you're adapting, you're shaping, you're molding, you're understanding how to take Metric Make and get it into other avenues. And I'm doing the exact same thing with Wilcox Custom. It's very important to be an entrepreneur, you know, to be flexible. 100%, 100%, man. Couldn't have said it better myself, bro. So with that being said, being flexible, being able to move and make things happen on the fly, how has maintaining your fitness and maintaining your health helped you through that? I mean, you are the one who introduced us to the 50 push-up challenge, which I'm promoting for everybody. If you haven't got your 50 push-up challenge video yet, go ahead and get get it done, man. We shutting it down. We shutting it down. Get to it. So uh, being that as it is and you getting your 50 push-ups in all the time, how has that helped you keep your mind straight and focus on everything that you need to get done instead of getting lost in the fray like a lot of people are? So my health, man, you know, so with, with the health part of everything, you know, we're picking up bricks every day. So I kind of get a workout at work, you know, all day long, you know, picking up stuff, picking up sheetrock, picking up rock, picking up plywood, you know, picking up bricks, you know, whatever, depending on whatever job we got going on, I'm breaking a sweat pretty much all day long. You know, I got to get a little body spritzer spray to kind of spray on my body to keep me fresh throughout the day. So I'm walking around, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Smelling like an old crazy dude, man. But um, so I work out at work. And then when I get home, I try to do that 50 push-up challenge that kind of keeps me um, strong, that kind of keeps my blood flowing. And it keeps me agile a little bit, too, as well. And um, one of my clients, I renovated their, their weight room in their house, you know, recently. And I was able to purchase um, a weight bench from them. You know, anytime you can purchase things, you know, refurbish things that people are going to get rid of, we always try to refurbish it. So I, I purchased a weight bench from him from a little bit of nothing. I refurbished it, cleaned it up a little bit, put my, you know, went and bought some weights and stuff for it. And I've been using that weight bench pretty much to kind of help me, you know, get back into the groove and the swing of things, man. You know, so I try to stay as active as I possibly can. With all my injuries and stuff, I can't run and jog no more. So I got the bikes, you know, I got the bikes off the rack. Me and my wife and the kids been riding the bikes almost every day with this COVID-19 thing going on. You know, so we at the house, we riding up and down the street. We can't go too far because we're on a busy street. But we got some nice hills over there in the North Druid Hills area, man. So we hit those hills pretty hard on the bikes, get our legs burning a little bit. We try to conquer a hill a day. You know, that's our motto. Let's conquer one hill a day. So uh, we've been doing that as a family, and it's, it's kind of brought us a little bit closer. And I think it's helped me out a little bit you know, kind of build up some of that endurance. Love it, man. Love it. Incorporating the family into the fitness, that just kills multiple birds with one stone. So it makes perfect sense. And then setting those goals, man. Got to be able to set those goals and achieve those goals. That's why we're pushing the 50 push-up challenge. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you can do 50. Set that as a goal. Get there. Destroy that. And then move on from there, man. So uh, absolutely, definitely, definitely absolutely. great thing. So, you know, the best thing about that 50 push-up challenge is it's an accountability thing, too. 
it's not just a 50 push-up challenge, like the accountability 50 push-up challenge. So you kind of hold each other accountable. So, hey, man, you did your 50 today. You know, bro, I'm about to get them knocked out right now. You know what I mean? So, you know, kind of hold each other accountable, man. And once you see your brother doing it, you be like, hey, man, I'm going out about these 52. So I even got my wife and the kids doing it sometimes. It's funny. Love it, man. Love it. That's what it Hey, just can't say it better myself. You're dropping gems out here, man. Dropping gems. Good, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> so with everything being in flux right now and everything changing, and with you being in the residential real estate business, commercial real estate business, what opportunities do you see for growth in your sector with everything that's going on right now? Growth, I mean, Atlanta is popping right now. I mean, Atlanta is really, 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 really hot. You know, so it's like one thing that you can't make more of is land. But they're taking every single inch of Atlanta and building on it like it's New York right now. So I think the opportunity of growth with my company is endless because, first of all, there's millions of homes in the Atlanta area that's over 30 years old. You know, so when a house is 30 years old and they haven't been renovated in 30 years, they call my company to come renovate. Then all those pieces of land that haven't been touched, that haven't been renovated on, haven't been built on, I get to buy those properties, those land, and build houses on because my company build houses. And then um, with this Airbnb thing, once all this stuff kind of lets back up, the Airbnb thing is, to me, has been a no-brainer, you know, way to kind of make some extra money and put money in your pocket and to pay for extra properties that you may have sitting around and to get rid of some furniture that you may have sitting around as well, man. But um, I think my growth is limitless for what we're doing. And uh, the good thing about real estate, like I said, they're not making no more land, but you can go anywhere in the world with real estate. You know, I can go to California and buy a property. I can go to Canada and buy a property. You know, I can go to Miami and buy a property. I can go all over the United States, all over the world and, and have properties everywhere. And I can Airbnb them. I can rent them out. I can long-term rent them. I can do whatever I want to do with them. I can flip them, sell them, whatever. So, I mean, it's one of those things where I think I'm in one of those businesses those businesses right now where my growth, it really determines on how hard I want to grind and how hard I want to work. But the best part about this business is that it allows me to be able to control it, you know, while sitting on the beach somewhere. And that's why I wanted to get back into real estate. I really wanted to be able to own properties. And I want somebody to say, hey, I want to book your property today for Airbnb. And I'm laying on the beach in Turks and Caicos. Hey, I just made another 1500 bucks. Somebody booked a place for five or six nights. And I'm on the beach somewhere in Turks and Caicos. And I'm on my phone accepting that request. Say, yep, you can book it, baby. This is how you get in. All that stuff is right there on the app, man. So, I mean, it's kind of challenging. It's kind of fun. And then it allows me to express myself in different ways. I have a very creative mind. And I like to be able to design things and come up with new ideas and, and make my brain, challenge my brain to be able to formulate something that somebody's never seen. And it allows me to pick apart bad designs. It allows me to pick apart my designs. It allows me to take other people's designs and make them better as well. And that's the fun part about what I do. It allows me to be creative. It challenges me every day. I meet somebody new almost every day and I get to change people's lives. This is a prime example of one thing that I'm doing right now. I just did a floating staircase. My first one with my company, we did it with white oak, like three inch white oak blocks, really, really thick blocks. Yeah. And um, we cut them out, we sanded them down, got them beautiful, and then we put them onto this floating metal railing frame that was built out for the house. It's an old mid-century home. And the lady, after my carpenter finished putting these step treads in, the lady walked down the steps and she called me bawling, crying, one of my clients. Oh, wow. And she was like, you don't know, I've been looking at, I've been looking at these steps for five years. I've been wanting these steps done for five years. And I just walked down the most beautiful steps I've ever seen in my life. 
oh my God, thank you so much. You don't understand what you're doing for people. I know you love what you do. I could tell you love what you do, but you don't. And she bawling, crying, like snot rolling out of nose, everything. It makes you feel really, really good. It makes you feel like you accomplished something and it makes you feel like you're taking care of people. And I'm a giver. You know, I like to give, give, give. If I got it, I give it. Give it all day, every day. I give it too freaking much. So when you have a client that appreciates your work and appreciates what your guys do, and appreciate everything that you allowed their life, how you've changed their life to be that much better. It makes you feel like you're doing the right thing. And I think that's what I like, what I do so much. I feel quite often that I'm, I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Yeah, 100%, 100%. That's the type of people that we need working right now. That's the type of people that we need to actually be giving out services, man, and providing services for people that care, man. And that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So 100%, man. So, uh, Last question, I want to hit you up, man. Everybody's got to have a plan for the future. want to make sure everybody's thinking about the future. And since it sounds like y'all are not slowing down at all, y'all are taking full advantage of this pandemic to continue to progress. What does it look like for Wilcox Customs going into the next year, into the next five years? What, what y'all going to be doing? Um, My goal was I had a 10-year plan where I wanted to own about 200 properties in, in about 10 years. Right now, we only got one property that we own outright with the company. And we're working on, you know, purchasing our next property within the next three months. But um, I plan on, like I just said, I plan on owning about 200 properties in the next 10 years. That's apartments, single family homes, duplexes, you know, quads, triplexes, all that type of stuff. I want to be able to have all that in my Rolodex in the next 10 years, man. So hopefully five years from now, I'll be close to 75 to 100 properties. And um, 10 years from now, I'll be close to 200 properties or, or more. And uh, we'll see what happens. And um, it's been fun so far. I would love to be one of the top designers in the world at the end of the day. And um, by the time I'm done with all this stuff, you know, just let my creative juices flow and um, continue to change lives, man. It's about changing lives. I also want my nonprofit. Um, I got a new profit, a new nonprofit. I just changed the name of the Empowerment Minds nonprofit that I had back in the day to Daniel Wilcox I Will Foundation. So I want to get back to doing things with kids in the inner city youth. Um, here in my hometown, Atlanta, Georgia, you know, I also want to be able to build homes and help renovate homes for families that need it. You know, kind of what Warwick done has kind of been doing for a while now. So I plan on linking up with him and some other people and, and you know, trying to really put some of this stuff into fruition. I would love to be able to go in some ran down neighborhoods here in the city or, or outside the city and be able to take over those whole communities and, and every last one of those properties be a Wilcox home. And I want people to walk in those homes. I want them to be able to identify those homes. But this got to be a Wilcox home because look at this custom feature here. Look at that custom feature here. I mean, he does this in all his homes. That's what makes his home so different and so unique. And that's what I'm kind of looking for right now, man. I'm just trying to look to build a brand, build a name, and, and let people know that we're out here. We don't want to advertise our company. We don't want to go out here and put billboards up and start, you know, passing out business cards all over the city. We want to work off word of mouth alone because our quality of work is different and better than everybody else. And um, I, I'm all about the quality, not the quantity. And I just want to see success in high numbers in a way that makes me feel great about myself. I've been to the point where I felt like I was rich and I had money and all that type of stuff. I still want to have money and do all that stuff, but I don't want to have it with the celebrity or with the stardom. I don't want to be in front of the cameras and stuff like I used to no more. I don't want to do all that big stuff. I want to be low key as I possibly can have a great time. I want to put away more than enough money so when my kids get old enough to be able to go out and do their own things, I'm able to support them and they and their endeavors and allow them to continue to, to shape and mold and grow. And I want to be a great father. I want to be a great grandfather, you know, one day. If I live long enough to be a grandfather, you feel me? You know, mm -hmm. hopefully Metric make you keep me around long enough. 
Hey, man, we're going to make sure you're healthy. We're going to make sure that heart <laughs> pumping and those lungs are breathing, baby. That's what we do. Yeah. But good Love stuff, you. man. Good stuff. Love the foundation, man. Shout out one time to Warwick Dunn and everything he's doing for the community, man. Definitely want to see this partnership. And hopefully a metric made partnership in here, man. We all need to eat, so let's do it, man. I know that's right. Appreciate you for coming on, brother. Appreciate everything and all the, the great gems that you sprinkled on everybody, man. We'll take all the sauce anytime that we can get it. But, I mean, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds, man, to just give any shout-outs that you want to shout-out, direct folks towards the website, towards the Instagram, Facebook. Tell them what they need to know. Well, I want to shout-out Metric Make first, first and foremost, man. My brother, MT, he's killing that thing. They're doing big things with Metric Make. I think you guys need to follow his site. I think it's something that everybody should have in their home. I think every physical therapist should have in therapy room. I think every sports team, every player should have one, you know, to be able to track their stuff and use the app, uh, track your workouts, track your reps, you know, know how much you're lifting, how many times you're lifting it. It helps you know whether or not you're getting better, whether or not you're improving. And it does it for you. You don't have to do the thinking yourself. You know, you don't have to do five plus five and 10 times 10. It does it all for you. It calculates all that, keeps track of all that stuff for you. I think it's a powerful tool for every human being to have. I think this needs to be a healthy world. I think the lifestyles of people need to change and people need to go into having a different lifestyle of saying that I'm going to be healthy, you know, every single day instead of just, you know, working out here, working out there. But um, that's a lifestyle change. You know, Metric Make is part, is part of a lifestyle change. If you want it, then then join it. Wilcox Customs, um, you can follow us on IG at Wilcox Customs, LLC, at Wilcox Customs, LLC, Wilcox is W-I-L-C-O-X. And then also you can go to our website. We have our own website. It's www.wilcoxcustoms.com, and that's customs with an S. We are trying our best to do great work and do right by people. We are not as shady. I'm not a contractor. I'm a builder. I'm a designer builder. I'm not a contractor. We try not to be shady with people. We're not somebody that's going to come on in your house, take your money and run away with it and all that type of stuff. We're going to do right by you. We're going to do right by your family. We want to see your house be better when we leave than it was when we got there. Anything you guys need from us, it's not hard to reach me. Cell phone is 404-387-9657. I'm always on it. All right, I'm on it right now. I'm Zoom calling and everybody keep calling in the middle of this Zoom meeting. So I need to get back to some of these clients. But I appreciate y'all having us on. Y'all continue to do big things. Metric Make Minute is probably the hottest thing out right now. Don't sleep. Man, thanks everybody for joining us for another Metric Mate Minute. We appreciate everybody that comes through and shows us love in the Metric Mate community. Make sure that you stop over at TheMetricMate.com to find out more information about the podcast, about what we're doing, any of our blog information, the transcript of the show, and just to show us massive support. Also remember to follow us on social media at Metric Mate. Check us out, y'all. Peace. Peace.